Hey guys, it's Emma and Maggie and welcome back to another episode of Love Ya Bye. Today's guest is somebody that we've been wanting to have on the show for a very long time and she is highly requested. So we're super excited that she's here. She's a full-time influencer, founder of the new brand by Emma Rose and co-founder of the Scout app. Please welcome... Emma Leger. Is that how I say your name? Oh my God, you said it perfectly. Yay! I was very surprised. <laughs> I was waiting for that one. I was waiting for you to say my last name and see if you would do it in the right way. And you did. It was perfect. Oh my gosh. Are you French? <laughs> Actually, yes. A little bit French. Okay, there you go. <laughs> no way. French, Portuguese, Irish, and Scottish. My mom is French. Well, you said it beautifully. So thank you. But thank you guys for having me. We're going to be talking about how Emma built her new brand, how she started her blog, her YouTube career, and what it's like dating and making friends in the industry and answer some of you guys' questions. As always, at the end, you guys sent in so many good ones, so I'm really excited for that. But first, we're gonna start off with our peak and our pit of the week. And this is just our weekly tradition on the show where we share our highest and lowest points. We always do this like at the end of a trip with our friends. We're like, okay, peak in the pit of the trip. And so we like to do it at the beginning of the podcast. So Emma, if you wanna start off with yours. Okay, oh, okay. I honestly love doing this. I call it rose and thorn though. I call it my rose and my thorn, but I love a good peak and pit. Um, okay, so my peak, I guess we'll start with my pit actually. My pit is that my car almost got towed this week. Um, and it's kind of a running joke that my car gets towed like every week. I think I pay rent in uh, to the tow company. So it almost happened this week, but I caught them in the middle of the street. I went down and I paid the guy 50 bucks to not tow my car. I'm like, please, this happens to me literally every single week. Just like, give me a break. And he let it, he let me off. So that was my pit. Um, and then my peak is I'm going to LA tomorrow and I'm really excited and I'm hosting an event for my new brand. Um, and there's obviously Coachella coming up. So it's just going to be a fun trip. It's always a fun girls trip. Oh my God. That's so fun. Are you going to be staying there like from tomorrow up through Coachella? Yep. We planned ahead this time. We were like, we wanted to go a week early because there's always so many fun things that happen. Um, and then I'm also hosting. Are you guys going to be in town? No, I'm not going to Coachella this year. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Not this Fair year. Enough, okay. I, the lineup just like wasn't, I didn't really love the lineup. And so I know obviously that a lot of people go and just like get content and stuff like that. But I'm like, mm -hmm. it's just so much stress and it's so far for us to travel all the way flying six hours fair. and then driving two hours to the desert. And like, I've been so many times, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to sit this one out. <laughs> Enjoy the content enough, from like my house. <laughs> but yeah, we're not going. Both of you aren't going? Okay, cool. Well, you know what? The lineup, I agree. I agree. I back that. The lineup's not that great, but I kind of just go for the vibes and the outfits and the, you know, seeing all my friends. Exactly. And, yeah. Um, so that's what I'm going for. It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait to see like all of your looks and I know. the pictures and stuff like that and like I'm follow along. <laughs> you know what though? The looks are very different this year. I feel like we've like transitioned into more of like chill, cool girl. Everyone has really in this industry. I feel like everyone's just like comfort is key. So I think this year people are going to be a little surprised by my looks, but it'll be fun. They're really cute anyways, always. They're always fun to do. And I feel like it'll be so different from last year because last year I feel like you did a lot of like, I feel like your looks were just like so out there. I mean, they were perfect, but it's Thank good you. to switch Thank things you. up. I know it's good. And I'm, I'm really going comfort this year because I made the mistake last year. I forgot to bring jackets and some looks. Cause I was like, Oh, it's fine. Like I'll just wear underwear basically. And I froze my ass off. So you know what? I learned my lesson and I will be dressing comfortable this year. So I am very prepared. Exactly. Do you want to go Emma? Oh yeah. Um, let me think my pit would have to be, what would my pit be? Maybe I don't really have that much of a pit this week. I'm pretty good. Nothing's wrong. Nothing's bothering me at all. Um, my peak would definitely have to be how the weather in Boston is getting a lot nicer. It's going to be 80 degrees next week, and the weather is a big part of my mood. If the weather's not good, I'm, I just don't want to, yeah. like, I'm not motivated, you know? But, like, when the weather's nice, I want to, like, get outside and, like, do stuff, and I feel so motivated i know it's crazy that like the winter's over and it's just finally i know time for the weather to get nice again like mm -hmm. the trees are starting to bloom like i can oh hear gosh, the birds I again love it's like that the trees are blooming it like brings it's life so changing happy. yeah it brings like life back into the city is it usually shit weather all year round for boston like what's the weather like in boston well we have all four seasons so it's like 
it starts to get warm in May and then June, July, August are really nice. September's beautiful. And then it starts to get colder, October, November, and then December, January, February, March. March. It's like gray. gray. Yeah, okay, same with here, same with Vancouver. It's We call it Raincouver, so I relate to you guys. I get it. When the sun, sun starts shining, you're like, okay, I'm, I have my personality back. <laughs> you hibernated for, like, all those months. You're like, okay, I'm ready to, like, be yeah. a human again. Yeah, literally. So my peak of the week, I think... I just felt really organized this week and I had my first meeting with my new assistant. I hired a personal assistant, which was like really big for me because I feel like I just am the type of person where like I want to do, I try to do everything on my own Mm -hmm. and I feel like it's been hard for me to like over the years to like give up some of my work to like other people, but I've just gone to the point where like I need help and I hired an assistant and we had like a team meeting on Monday. So she's going to start next week. And it's just very exciting. I feel like so much less stressed mm-hmm. now that I yeah. have like somebody else helping me. It really is hard to delegate when you've like had this baby for so long that you do all on your own. It's really hard to like let go of it and accept help. So I get that. Like I, it took me a really long time to accept help as well. So just to validate your feelings. <laughs> yes, it is hard. And plus like... As an influencer, I feel like people think that it's not a lot of work just because like they see the final results of like campaigns and just think that you Mm -hmm. like wear cute outfits and like get coffee and take pictures. But like there's so much that goes on behind the scenes that Mm -hmm. I feel like people don't understand. I'm trying to show more of that like in my YouTube videos and stuff, just what actually goes on and what goes into the final product that our audience sees. So, yeah, but anyway, um, my pit, I feel like, what is my pit? I don't have a pit either. Yeah. Everything's been good, so. I love that. You know what, though? I had to really, like, scratch for a pit there. Like, I was like, honestly, I've had a great week as well. Towing was the worst that could happen to me, then I'm doing great as well. And so if I'm that's really the worst thing. Yeah, if that's the worst that could happen, yeah. We're doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. I love that for us. Okay, so we're going to start off and we just want you, Emma, to tell us a little bit about yourself, like your background, YouTube, blogging, the beginnings, and we're going to talk about your brand. So you live in Vancouver Mm -hmm. and have you lived there your whole life? Yes, I have. I grew up born and raised Vancouver gal, born and raised Canadian. I'm like as Canadian as it gets. When people ask me how Canadian, I'm like... Yeah, I'm very Canadian. My family's like all across Canada. I have no family elsewhere. So yes, my roots go all the way back to Canada. Oh my God, I love that. I feel like there's a huge misconception when people like look at influencers and they think that you can only like be successful like in New York or LA. Mm -hmm. And how have you built your success without moving and like staying where true to your roots. I mean, to be honest, it depends if you really want to, you know, have that international brand at that point too, right? Because when I first started out, I knew I wanted to be in with the brands in like the US market. I like 80% of my clients are US companies. So for me, yes, I'm Canadian, but I've really branched out and built my network in North America as a whole, not just in Canada. Um, because I knew it was really important to, if you want to be worldwide, if you want to be international, that's what you have to do. It's just like the facts. But at the same time, I was able to grow my company and grow my business like that while staying in Canada, um, because I traveled a lot and I think I was just real about it. Like I really brought my followers on like when I'm home, I'm home and I'm like hibernating. Like we just said, like we're, you, you stay home in the winter time and you show the real side of that. But obviously you get to go to LA for the weekend and go to like a fun premiere or you get to go to a brand event or you get to go networking and you get to have that balance. And I think I just really, um, did that well. I think I just balanced it really well while staying home and true to like my roots while also being able to travel when I needed to and knowing to, you know, really go for it. I feel like that's so fun also for your audience to be able to like follow you along and like they know when you're Mm -hmm. home, like the content they're going to get is going to be like that wholesome at home content, like with your cat and your boyfriend, but then also they get to see the other side, like the more glamour side of what you do and just like going to the events and Mm -hmm. seeing your outfits and stuff and how you like do your work in this industry. Yeah. 
I really feel like Hannah Montana. Like, I feel like I live a double world, like a double life. Like I come home to like, like you said, my cat in my apartment and I'm truly like home and just with my friends out here and just, it's really calm and quiet and I just kind of hibernate. And then when I get to go to like all these crazy things, I'm just like, what do my friends think about me? Like, I'm like one minute I'm at home, like no makeup looking like a literal rat. And then the next day I'm like with Justin Bieber at this past road event, like, oh my God, it was insane. You guys, we didn't know he was going to be there, obviously, but I mean, you know, we're diehard hard JB fans over here so for me I was like yeah freaked out I had to go to the bar I was like Sophie we need to grab a drink I'm unwell I saw his name tag I'm like uh oh uh oh no. <laughs> I can't even imagine like I would have like thrown up and been like oh <laughs> my god no I'm sick no you guys like we were unwell like we didn't think it was we didn't know it wasn't in like the invite or anything obviously so anyways it was pretty crazy but they were so nice by the way very nice. It was different than the launch in LA. I mean, obviously, like, that's going to be, like, a huge launch party for yeah. Road, but I really liked how it was, like, an intimate dinner. Well, that's the thing about being Canadian. I, like, going back to that is that I know I'm Canadian, and obviously, there aren't as many bloggers here in Canada. I mean, now there definitely are, but when I started out, there's not nearly as many as there are in the States, so there are opportunities that come about because of being Canadian um, which is a positive thing too so there are a lot of more like intimate things that happen here that wouldn't necessarily happen in the states so it's kind of like bigger fish in a smaller pond smaller fish in a bigger pond if that makes sense that makes so much sense and honestly like I never even realized that or thought of it that way but that's Mm -hmm. so cool because I've seen just through like your Instagram and your YouTube like just different events that you've been to in Canada and I'm like that's Mm -hmm. so different than the way that they do it here yeah I know it's very different than the events that happen here in Canada but honestly like it's it's a win like it's a win and lose situation because I love being here but there just isn't enough that goes on here like I actually have to go to the states to actually have a career if I want it to be in that level that I want it to be at because there's just not the same community here. Obviously, there are amazing bloggers here now too, especially in the past few years, but it's just obviously Canada's just way smaller and have way less people. So in result, there's way less of a community in our industry here, but it's happening slowly, slowly but surely it's happening. That's really cool that you get to do both and like experience Canada and the U.S., Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what first inspired you to start your YouTube channel and just like social media in general, like your whole entire career, like when did you get started? What inspired you? Like, how did you kind of like take off? I mean, I feel like my story is very similar to a lot of people in this industry. And it's like, I was that kid that bought an iMac like back in 2010 or whatever the hell it was and I made music videos on my computer and used um, iMovie and like thought I was going to be YouTube famous when I was like literally 15 years old. I was that kid so um, I would like stay home on a Friday night and like make a music video rather than going out with friends like that was me. So I always had a passion for movie making. My dad was in the movie industry kind of back in the day when I started out or he was just really passionate about movie making. So me and my dad used to make movies together and like film short films and things like that. So I've always been interested in it. Um, and then when I got to high school, it was not cool. Like it was so not cool to do that. Obviously, like back in the day, it was so uncool. And I was so embarrassed, so embarrassed to have this YouTube channel um, that I deleted it because I was just like, you know, society got to me and I was like, I have to delete this. I have to be cool, you know? And then I realized after that, that was so stupid. And um, I decided to really just do what I loved and go back to my roots. And I decided to not go to university because I knew it wasn't really what I wanted to do. Um, So I went to fashion school. And that's where I kind of picked back up my YouTube channel. I started a blog at my fashion school. um, And it really just kind of helped me get my confidence back. I guess like I, people say like, oh, like is was your fashion school the reason why you're where you are in your career? And of course it was like, you know, insightful in so many ways. But at the same time, it really just helped me get my confidence back um, and really helped me, allowed me to, you know, go back out there and really do what I love to do. And that's what I did. I love that. I feel like everyone has that phase of like being so scared of what people are going to say and what people oh are saying God, about yeah. you. And then you like stop and then it's like, Okay, you were truly meant to be doing that. That's why you started in the first place. Mm-hmm. So the fact that, like, mm-hmm. it's okay, you took some time off and then regained your confidence and went back into it. But exactly. I feel like 
yeah, everybody has an experience like that. And it's so funny. I know. And that's why when everybody asks me, I'm like, it's the same similar story to probably every single person in this industry. Because I feel like we were all, all of us were kind of like a little bit of a misfit in that regard. Like we always kind of like wanted to do something different, but it, back then it just wasn't cool. And now obviously it is cool. Apparently now it's cool. So, and which I love, and I love that people are like, able to you know do this from a young age and not feel like they're gonna get bullied for it or not feel like they're gonna um be judged for it which is great and I feel like it was something that just recently like started I swear like once the pandemic Mm -hmm. happened even before the pandemic like it was still not as common as it is now like Mm -hmm. TikTok I think really changed the industry and it made it a lot more accessible because TikTok is a lot easier to just upload right away super quick editing like it's super fast while youtube was it's a full-time job youtube is a very hard job it is very time consuming very meticulous with editing i mean depending on what you do obviously but it's such a longer process versus tiktok is so quick so i think it just allowed more access to a lot more people to really just like play around with it and um experience it i guess so i think that's definitely a part of it Okay, so you recently launched your new brand by Emma Rose, and what inspired you to start your Olive Company? And what's the story behind it and just the biggest challenges and rewards that have come across from starting your business? Okay, well, I think it's funny, actually, because my whole career, everyone's always asked me, like, oh, Emma, like, what do you want to do with your business now that you've grown with your platform? Like, what's your next venture? What's your next move? And I've always was like, oh, I want to do olives. And people were always like, what? Like, literally what? Well, I mean, the people that know were like, oh, that makes sense. But the people that didn't know were just like, what? Like, why wouldn't you do a fashion line? Or why wouldn't you do a skincare line? Or why wouldn't you do a jewelry line or something along those lines? Because that's really what people have known me for, you know, traditionally in my platform. Um, but no, I have always had a really big passion for olives. I lo- I know it sounds so funny, but I've eaten olives my whole life. And I just found that there was like a niche where I could really hit in the market with that. And um, I wanted to create a brand that truly felt real to me and authentic to me. Um, and for me, that was olives. So I was like, I would rather go for a brand that is more authentic to me than just going the traditional route and the more, um, the route that people would feel more expected, I guess. And that's kind of how the idea came about. This was years ago. Like this, this olive idea came across me like years ago, but I never really, um, you know, put it into fruition because I didn't feel like I was ready yet. I didn't feel like I was ready in my career yet to launch such a unique brand. I felt like I really wanted to have like I don't know. I felt like I wanted to be in the right position before I launched something so unique. Um, and that was now. So I just launched it. It's called Viama Rose. And if you're an olive lover like me listening, you should definitely try my olives because personally, they're my favorite olives. We love olives. Hey, did and you guys like, did you guys try them? Yes, they're so good. And we're going to have a martini night because yeah. we need to make, okay. we need to do like a dirty martini night with Graydon and like do the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So we're mm-hmm. going to do that probably like this weekend Dirty or something. Because Dirty are my favorite. I love that you came out with olives because I also feel like that is just something that, I mean, nobody else has ever done. Yeah. And it's just so, mm-hmm. I mean, there was space, you know? And maybe it's mm-hmm. going to like inspire other creators to like step out of yeah. their comfort zone and like create something that is just different than like the norm. I mean, the response has been amazing. To be honest, like I, it was better than I could have expected. I really was unsure of what the uh, reaction was gonna be. So I was like, this is so out of left field from what people probably think I'm gonna create a brand about. Um, of course, the brand isn't just gonna be olives. It's gonna be definitely more of a lifestyle brand with other things coming, but the core of it is obviously olives. Um, but yeah, I just really love that people are associating this brand with words like unique and like never been done before and um, niche, which I think that that's exactly what I wanted to do. So my goal was really achieved in that, which was great. I love that you're going to expand and like do other things. I mean, is there any information that you can give out or just like a sneak peek or is everything just like secret? I don't want to keep things a secret as much anymore. I think that the whole PR stunt of it all is definitely run its course in this industry. I think that people are wanting to be involved in the process of brands. I think our followers really want to get the behind the scenes. Like we were saying before, like YouTube is such a great way to show the behind real raw 
behind the scenes footage of what we actually do behind these companies because people don't, like you said, people just think it's taking a photo and you're posting it and they see the highlight reel. So I do think that I really want to take my followers now moving forward along with this journey. Um, so I am happy to talk about it, but I definitely want to do some sort of martini glass. Obviously it's going to be like accessories, you know, about olives. So, you know, think about in that regard, like kitchen, homeware, decor, lifestyle. Um, I love candles. So something like that, maybe, you know, things like that, that I know my followers follow me for, like my followers love to follow along my apartment journey and, you know, my whole lifestyle here in Vancouver and like me and my cat, and my cute little apartment here. So things like that, I really want to bring to life, if that makes sense. Yeah, I love that. Just like everything that they come to you for and like you creating mm-hmm. yourself. And then also I love that it like makes your community feel more involved and like the things mm-hmm. that you love and you share, like they're going to be able to like get their hands on things that like you actually created, which I feel like makes it like so much mm-hmm. more special. Totally. No, I'm really excited. Like there's so many fun plans for this brand and it's like, I don't know. I feel like my there's a spark that has ignited in me that I haven't felt in a very long time. Because we've started this very, a lot, very long time ago. When did you guys start? Well, we so. started everything in 2017. Both of okay. us. Yes. yes. I mean, we both, all three of us have been it for a really long time. And I think that starting a venture this deep into it has kind of reignited and inspired me. And it's really fun. Yeah. And I feel like after some time, like it can start to get, I mean, have you ever felt like it's been like repetitive and you're like, okay, well... I don't know what else to show that it, you know what I mean? Like it gets, it's like hard. Even though you're showing your life and it's like authentic, it can be so hard sometimes to Mm -hmm. also be like pressured to try to keep up with everything. A hundred percent. And I think every creative person has ruts. Like every creative person goes through ruts and through, you know, the dry spells of creativity. And I think that's normal. Um, and I think people should normalize that because I agree, like sharing your life on a day to day, especially when you're home doing your like weekly routines can get really repetitive and it, and you feel uninspired. You're like, do people even still want to watch me? Like, do people, are people still interested in me just talking about my cat and my recipe for tonight and what I'm watching on TV? Like, you know what I mean? So I definitely agree. Like it's, it's nice to re-inspire yourself. And you also co-founded a travel app called Scout and tell us about the app, how it works and like how you came up with that idea. Because I personally love that idea and I think it's such a cool concept. Thank you. Yeah. So it's definitely a way to help monetize location scouting for influencers. Basically, that's what the idea came about um, or how it came about. Um, Obviously, I traveled my whole career. Um, Like we just talked about, I would have to leave Canada and I would do all these little travel posts and everything. But what I found is that when I went to these new cities that I've never been to, I was like, where the hell do I shoot? Where do I find cool backdrops? Where do I find cool, unique locations um, that I can, you know, post on my feed to gain a following? That's literally how it worked. Right. So um, and I wanted to be different and unique. And I found myself spending hours walking around these different cities, trying to find all these cool backgrounds and trying to find all this, you know, interesting things to shoot with and I was like there needs to be something that can help streamline this like where like why isn't there a platform yet that can help streamline location scouting because location scouting is a job like it's a full-time job in the movie industry and in different industries it's a full-time job so why are we as influencers finding all these locations and then sometimes I don't know you guys tell me if you've done this as well, but you've like zoomed into someone's photo and like zoomed into the background to see the address and be like, where did she shoot this photo? Yes. Like, how do I find that corner in LA? Or like, where do I go to find that whatever? And DMing someone like, where did you shoot this? Like this app basically streamline, streamlines this, sorry, I literally can't speak. Um, and you can post your photo and it'll actually post the exact coordinates of where the photo was taken. So you can just unlock the photo and go directly to it on Apple Maps or Google Maps, wherever you use. That's so cool because there's been so many times where we have like traveled to different places and I like look up everywhere we go Mm -hmm. before we go. I'm like, okay, we're going to like Chicago or Miami, just like different places, New York. And I always look Mm -hmm. up like restaurants or just like things in the area. And then I find like people who have posted from there and then I'm like creeping on their stuff and I'm like, wait, this is such a cute picture. And I never know like where they even took it. Totally. Yeah. And you can save on there. So you can like literally say if you're going to Paris, let's say you can save a bunch of Paris locations and plan your feed out because you can like screenshot their photos and plan your feed in exactly which backgrounds you want. I know that sounds so OCD, but 
I mean, it works and it, it really is time consuming to find and to build a feed off of that. So it basically just streamlines all of that. Like it's so stressful when you're, you know that you need to take content on a trip and you're like, mm-hmm. okay, well, what if I don't find like a place that yeah. it looks good? Exactly. And you can actually make money off it too. So you get a commission every time someone unlocks your location. So for smaller content creators or newer content creators, I found when I first started out, I would have to work a bunch of different jobs to obviously make ends meet while doing it. So that's why we built the platform with monetization on it. So, you know, newer bloggers can make somewhat of a commission off of their hard work of looking for locations because that's really what they want their full-time job to be. So now at least it gives them some sort of incentive to help them get there. We're going to get into the section that's about relationships and friendships in the industry. So first question, what is it like being in a relationship with someone who doesn't work in or use social media? Well, I'm actually dating one of those right now. Um, So it's definitely interesting. I've dated both types. Um, It's definitely a different sort of relationship. I personally love it because it takes me off my phone and, um, you know... I've dated people in the past where they've been super involved in this industry and in my business. And I felt like a lot of the conversations looking back surrounded that and that topic because of it. Um, But being in a relationship with somebody who's completely out of it kind of gives you a different perspective on life, which kind of sounds like maybe dramatic, but it really does. And I think that it's, it is really nice. And what about you guys? I've had two relationships since I started my YouTube channel and, um, both of them, my boyfriends have like not been on social media. Like my long-term relationship that I got out of a few years ago, like he literally never was on the app, like never posted, like didn't even know anything. And my boyfriend now, he's super private too. So it's, I completely understand that. Like you get off your phone and like when you're out to dinner or when you're just like at home sitting on the couch, like watching something, you're not like thinking about work. Like this, it really allows you to like unplug and Mm -hmm. actually take time off because I feel like with being an influencer full-time and like doing what we do it Mm -hmm. you don't have hours and it never really turns off like you're going all day like I know people with normal jobs like you have time in the morning and before you have to like go into your job and clock in and then you're there for the day and then you go home like it's not like that for us so it is nice having like a relationship where you can feel like you can unplug and just like disconnect and just be present and like in the moment 100 percent. i mean there's pros and cons to both i feel like though because i mean i've definitely had to he's had to learn a lot about my life too which has been very interesting and definitely a learning experience for him and i both um so there's like pros and cons but i mean it depends on how well they adapt and adjust to it and like i just think at the end of the day as long as they respect your work as long as they respect what we do that's all that matters to me because at the end of the day if if the respect is there and they're like wow they've built a business for themselves and not just look at it as like oh my girlfriend's an influencer like I don't know anything about it but like this woman is a business boss bitch businesswoman who has built an empire next to me like I don't know how she did it because I don't really understand it but I respect it that's all that matters to me personally you know I feel like your boyfriend is so supportive of it too like for I mean obviously I don't know him I've never met him but from what I see on your stories and just from what I see in your content like he's so supportive and yeah I feel like that's what you need too especially like you have so much going on that just somebody to like be there for you and support and try their best to like understand and learn (laughs) I threw him right into it from the beginning when I felt like it was right obviously between the two of us I mean it took definitely some time until I was ready to do that. But once I felt like we were, okay, this could be a thing, this could be serious. The last step for me was like throwing him into the more like, I would say materialistic side of my life. I wanna say that in quotations, but like the more like LA, like let's go to an event. And I would like literally be like, you're coming to LA with me. You're coming to this Dior event and I need to see if you can hang. I need to see if you can really be there and support me. And I need to see if you can walk the red carpet with me. And like, or even if you don't wanna walk the red carpet, I wanna make sure you're there and smiling and happy for me and like supporting me and really can hang with that. And because it's gonna be a part of my life forever, probably. So I wanna make sure that these things, I know it seems stupid, but at the same time it's a big part of our life right so we want them to be able to adjust well with it yeah no that's not stupid at all I feel like this industry is so like different than the norm it's like if you Mm -hmm. know you want to be with somebody long term like that it is important to 
see like how they're gonna react and how they're gonna be because like this is your life and this is so important to you like your job exactly and like somebody who's gonna be there and support you and just be able to like do all the things like be thrown in so many different directions because I feel like it's totally it's so like what's the word I'm looking for it's just like a very um unpredictable like it's just you never know yeah, exactly. And he's actually coming to Coachella and I've never brought a guy to Coachella. Like I've I've never brought a boy to Coachella. So we'll see how that goes. I'll keep you guys posted. Wait, that's going to be iconic. <laughs> that's so fun. I know. I'm excited. Actually, all of our boyfriends, we're doing boyfriends this year. We've always done it. Girls trip. But this year we're like, you know what? Let's bring the boys, see if they can hang, show them, uh, show them our Coachella weekend, our girls weekend. That's now with boys. So we'll see. Wait, that's going to be so much fun. I feel like it's going to be so fun to have them all there and like Mm -hmm. to see like what you what actually goes on because I feel like also Coachella is so different where people like don't might not realize like from the outside like how insane that weekend actually is (laughs) it's the Olympics for influencers truly and I so agree with that I think it's just going to be fun and also too it's a great way like I said before to throw them into these things that I know so many people that are going to be there. Like my whole network is going to be there almost. So for him to be able to meet all of these people is super important to me too. Like I want him to be involved in this part of my life. So an event like Coachella is the perfect event to really get him to know everyone. So it'll be really fun. We'll see. I styled all of his looks. So we did like a whole, I have like a whole spreadsheet of like my looks and his looks and they're like coordinated somewhat. It's dramatic, but I love it. I can't wait to see pictures. Oh, you guys will see pictures. Oh my god, it's going to be iconic. So cute. I wish you guys were coming to Coachella now. I know. know. Me too. too. I'm kind of sad. I'm like, this is the first year since we started YouTube that we're not going. I mean, guys, it's not too late. It's still two weeks away. You can get some cute looks in. I didn't even, last year, I didn't even plan my outfits until like two days before. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) It was so I know. Why do I like want to go? It's Chill Girl Coachella this time. Like, everyone's going to be dressed low-key. Like, you don't even need to worry about your outfits. I feel like this year I would just go, like, wearing... Obviously not, like, bottom line chill, but, like, for sure. Yeah, something just something, more like, more relaxed. That's even... Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll email Revolve back. <laughs> yeah. Wear Maggie X Revolve, which, by the way, congratulations. Thank you. It's amazing. I actually got my package in the mail yesterday. I'm very excited. I think the pieces are so perfect for just, like, spring, summer. Like, you can wear them so many different ways. So I'm excited yeah. to see how you style them. Oh my god, it's so freaking cute. I got the white jeans, the white denim. I'm so excited to wear those. I'm bringing them to LA. Um, and also, I love the outfit you wore on your launch dinner or launch. Oh, with beautiful. the flowers. With the flowers. Oh my god. It sold die. out so fast, but we're trying to restock it. Okay, because my, my sister's getting married. My sister's getting married this year. And I was like, oh my god, you need to wear this look for her bachelorette or for like an event. No, literally. And I got the white two-piece skirt combo. Oh, I love, love that. I can't wait to see you wearing them. Aside from like relationships, like with your boyfriend, have you made any like real life friendships that originated online? Cause I know like in this industry, it's so like you meet, everybody kind of knows everybody, but have you had any of those relationships where like they've turned into like your best friends in real life? Um, yes, actually I have met some of my closest, bestest friends through this industry, which is so crazy to say. Um, and I actually met two of them when I first started, like we were at like maybe 2000 followers. This was even before it was a job. So it was really cool that we met on the internet, even at that stage. And we've stayed friends and true friends since then. Um, But yeah, honestly, everyone I've met in this industry, apart from like, here's the thing, the rumors and people talk about like, oh, this industry is so catty and oh, this industry is blah, blah, blah. But like, to be honest, everyone I've met have been nothing but nice and sweet and genuine. And I've met such amazing girls through this and I've created such an amazing community. Um, and I'm so grateful for it, honestly. I'm so grateful for it. Do you have any secrets to like maintaining long distance friendships? Like if there's any of your friends that you've like met while doing social media and like if you guys don't live in the same cities? Yeah, well, to be honest, all of my friends basically are long distance. Until recently, my one of my best friends, Sophie, moved to Vancouver. So I have her now here. But for the longest time, all of my best friends lived in either across Canada or in LA or New York. So I've dealt with long distance friendships basically my whole career. Um, But to be honest, I think communication is key, just like any relationship, romantic or not, like communication is key. And I think that 
you just have to be honest if you're feeling some type of way or if you're, um, you know, if you're feeling something, you should say it. I think FaceTime is huge um, because, yeah, if you're apart for a really long time, things get built up and, you know, lost in translation and blown out of proportion. So I think that, yeah, communication is just key in those relationships. And also I traveled a lot, so I made the effort to really visit my friends when I would be in their cities and um, have that girl time. Yeah, I feel like that makes it so fun too. Like when you have friends that live in different cities, also you get to use it as an excuse to travel. Mm-hmm. Like you guys can totally. either meet up in a different city. That's what we do with some of our friends. Yeah. Or you can like make a trip out of going to visit them. Mm-hmm. No, totally. I I make a joke that sometimes I see my long distance friends more than I see my hometown friends because I travel so much. I'm like, I we say we're long distance, but I see them more than my friends at home. So um, yeah, I agree. And you have just so many apartments to stay at all across the world. It's amazing. How fabulous is that? But yet no one comes and visits us because no one comes to Canada. So I'm single-handedly trying to make all of my American friends come up to Canada. Um, and they're all like, yeah, we're going to come visit. No, nope, no, then they don't. Then they don't. Absolutely. Nobody's visited. So I'll just say that. So I always have to go to them. So really one, it's a one way relationship right now. I feel like going to Canada would be so fun though. Oh, it's so fun. And I would show y'all a good time. Like I would show everyone a good time. I throw the best parties. Like I'm such a people pleaser in that way. Like I love to show people a good time when they come to my hometown and no one wants to come. So if you guys want to come. Oh my god, I will be there. Like be there I too. have always wanted to be, I've always wanted to go to Vancouver. Oh my gosh, you should come. Do you go to a lot of <laughs> hockey games? Well, I mean, I grew up my we both did. Our families like everyone played hockey, so it's like everyone here loves hockey. And I just know that it's really popular in Vancouver too. <laughs> I'm pretty sure hockey is our like national sport. Yeah. Like it's like it is our sport. I mean, I'm like I'm questioning that as if I'm a terrible Canadian right now, but yeah, no. It's definitely our biggest sport here, so people love and breathe and live and breathe hockey. I'm not really like that big of a sports gal, shockingly. I'm sure everyone listening here is super shocked by that. But um, I go to some hockey games, but not. it's not like on the regular. I did go recently, though, and it was actually so much fun because I drank a lot. Like I had a, four glasses of wine and I was like, wait, this is actually so much fun. I need to come more often. I feel like the like Canucks fans are really rowdy or even like oh I saw your content because you went you and your boyfriend went it was like the cutest thing ever all your like stories and stuff when you guys went to the like Toronto yeah the Toronto Maple Leafs game yeah and like you had like the little custom jersey that was like pink it was so (laughs) cute this this is what I did I like elevated my experience because I got the pink jersey I made it me and then I just drank a lot of red wine at the event and I just had a great time I got popcorn it was perfect. I had so much fun. And I was like, wait, I could do this more often. And my boyfriend's like, are you f-ing kidding me? I've been like, he's like, I would happy. love to do this like all the time. Yes. I'm like, just get me a bottle of wine and I'll be good to go. I'll sit here smiling. It's great. And you know what? The hockey players are not bad to look at. So I was like, you know what? I really didn't see. I don't know what the negatives are here. I don't know what the negatives are. So that is too funny. And how often do you get to travel for work? Like, do you plan out like, okay, I'm going to travel like this month, this month, and then like, I'm going to take time off. Or is it just like very, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Spontaneous. Spontaneous. Yes. Spontaneous. Um, It's kind of a bit of both. I would say, I think that, you know, as we know, things come up in this industry very last minute all the time. Like one day you could get an opportunity and your whole travel plans could change. So I think I kind of play my months by month. Like I really go month by month. Um, but if like something like Coachella's happening, okay, it's a big event that we know the dates of. I usually plan around it. Um, or, you know, I usually try to do a Europe trip in the summertime or like early in like May, June. Um, so I try to like work that around. So if there's a work opportunity in Europe, I try to like plan a girl's trip the following week. So I'm like going at the same time, if that makes sense. But for the most part, it's honestly like I always have my suitcase ready to go in case an opportunity comes up because usually if there's an opportunity, I have to go on a plane for it. So I can't wait to see like all of your upcoming like travel. I feel like you're very good at when you go somewhere, like you're really good at making your audience feel like they're there with you. And you're very good at like posting all the stories and your outfits are always super put together. And I just feel like a lot of like thought goes into 
your posts. So it makes you like feel like you're there. Thank you. I appreciate, I appreciate that. No, for sure. I mean, I definitely plan my looks in advance because that's the biggest thing is that I got to serve. I got to serve wherever I go. And I think that's like the hardest thing is you're always having to be 10 steps ahead of yourself because you have to get the package in time to arrive for that event or that trip. But you're, meanwhile, you're on another trip currently, if that makes sense. So you're always having to be 10 steps ahead, which I think is the biggest challenge of being in the fashion space and always having to feel like, I mean, it's not that I, I love it. So it's not like I have to do it, but I mean, I want to do it. And that's what I love to do. So that's, I think is the biggest challenge of it all, but it is really fun for me. And that's why I always do it because it's just so fun. And I feel like as a follower, like you can tell how much like hard work you put into it like it's not like you just throw a bunch of shit in your suitcase and you like call it a day and you hop on the plane if that was the case i would have a mental breakdown i that's just not possible it's just yeah i feel like it's your content is very thought out like i just really love like it's so like makes me feel so like calm and like you know what i mean that is a very big compliment though so thank you i appreciate that you guys as well you guys are like I'm obsessed with following you guys. And when we met, I, we met at the MEJ in New York. That was the first time I think we've all met, right? I was like obsessed with you guys. I was so excited. I was like fangirling. I was like, wait, I have to talk. I have to go up to them and talk to them. I have to say hi. You guys look beautiful and you always slay. You always serve. So, so do you. I want to come to Boston. Yeah, you should. We were talking about that. I feel like you should come and come with your boyfriend and then we could. Oh my God, there's so much to do here. I've never been. I've always wanted to go. So you know what? Now, if you guys offer your Airbnb, I'll be there. I'll yeah, be there. I have a guest room. I do too. We both have guest rooms. <laughs> Perfect. Oh my God, Boston has the best food. Yeah. Also, food. we can like go to a Red Sox game. It'll be so cute. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's so It's the fun. best to come in the summer though. You guys, we really need to plan it. And now we're gonna get into the follower Q&A. We got so many good questions and people like wanna know so many different things. So we are gonna do kind of like a rapid fire with the questions and just like get all your answers. Okay. Cause there's quite a few to go through. Okay, no pressure. Biggest difference you find between Canada and in the United States and which one do you like more? Oh my God, that is like choosing your favorite kid. You can't do that. Cause if I say the US, Canada, my Canadian girlies will hate me. But if I say Canada, then I might lose out on every single brand deal I've ever done. So, um, no, I'm just kidding. But I like both, to be honest. I think that you guys have a lot more variety in your country. Like, you guys have Hawaii. Like, the fact that Hawaii is in America it just is shocking to me. And forever, like, I just, like, that just will never make sense to me. But I love that you guys could just move to Hawaii if you wanted to. I don't have a Hawaii here in Canada, unfortunately. So, that to me is a big difference um but i just think that in general i just i think that it's the community in this industry is a lot bigger in the u.s so i love that but you know canada is amazing too and the thing i always say about canada is when i land at home it feels like a warm hug because it's just it's just it's just where i live and who i am so i feel safe here you met your boyfriend on hinge tips on how you knew he was the one and where did you guys go for for like dates when you guys first met? Okay, so yes, we di- did meet on Hinge, which is so funny because I never thought I would meet a guy on a dating app. I, I fully downloaded dating apps because I was in my hoe phase and I was like, I'm just going to like date around like who cares like it was fun and you know what I was in a relationship for eight years prior to that so I was like full-blown like diving head deep in a hoe phase because I was like I have never done this like I've been dating the guy since I was like 16 or whatever it was 15 so um I wasn't planning on meeting somebody and then the reason why he stood out to me was okay so it's a kind of a funny story but I obviously okay people judge me for this but I paid for the premium which is so embarrassing, but it's fine. I just was, like, too lazy to, like, wait to have to swipe more. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? No, oh, my God. When I was single, I did the same thing. Okay, that makes me feel a lot better, but I was just like, no, like, there are so... There's only... There's a few diamonds in the rough, and I got to go through them. Like, I don't have time to waste here. Like, it was boring to have to wait. Um, I would literally, like, sit at home and, like, watch a show and just, like, swipe. It was so fun. Um, And... Anyway, so he chatted me up and, like, asked me a few questions that were kind of generic. He was like, oh, like, where are you from, blah, 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 like, in the city because he lives here. He's actually from Europe, though, so he was, like, asking me questions of, like, oh, like, are you from here? And I was like, yeah. He's like, well, I'm not, blah, blah, whatever. We kind of had to talk about, like, where we were from. 
And then I was kind of like, okay, bored, like keep moving on to the next. Like I didn't really think anything of it. And then he double texted me and was like, hey, I know this is forward, but like, I want to take you out tomorrow. Like, what's your number? Like, I want to take you out. And I was just like, oh, this guy knows what he wants. Like, you know, like taking initiative. And he was like, I want to see you tomorrow. This time, what's your number? I'm taking you here. Like, let's go. And I was kind of like, oh, that's hot. Okay. Like I'm down. Like if he really wants to, sure. Um, and then the next day I was getting ready. This was a Friday. I was getting ready. I was like putting my makeup on, whatever. And I get a text from him and he's like, I have to cancel because I potentially have COVID. Like I got, like I've been in contact because this was during COVID times. It was in 2021. It was in 2021. And like COVID was still a thing in like a day-to-day life, if that makes sense. So for him to be like, okay, well, I may have gotten in contact with somebody. I wouldn't want to get you sick. I have to cancel. And for me, I was like, oh my God, he's so lying. Um, That's like the excuse that everyone used during that time. If you didn't want to go somewhere. (laughs) Yes. A hundred percent. So I was like, he's ghosting me or he like doesn't want to go on a date with me anymore like fuck like this sucks I'm already putting my makeup on like I still have to go out with the girls or something I didn't really think anything of it anyways he ended up testing positive and so we talked for 10 days because he was in quarantine for 10 days and we just like texted for 10 days didn't really think anything of it but we was just like flirty banta um do you guys watch Love Island by the way no no Oh my god, what? Yeah, I like that's don't your, watch any TV. Okay, wait, that's your homework. You need to watch Love Island because that was a saying, banta. Anyways, okay. The girls who are watching or listening, um, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, we had some great banta. And then we met up that night, that following night on the 10th day, we met up. And I took him home that night. We didn't sleep together, but I took him home to meet my cat, which is more important. Oh my god, that is so cute. You could say it was love at first sight, I don't know. Or it was just like, we just really connected. I don't know, it was really great though. But I think that you should just go on Hinge and buy the premium and keep swiping until you find the diamonds in the rough. That's my I agree completely. And also, I love that he was just like so confident and was like, knew what he wanted, you know? Like he knew he wanted Mm -hmm. to take you out. Like we talked about this earlier. We were talking about how like on another episode that we recorded for the podcast, we literally mm-hmm. just talked about how um, you need to put yourself out there. The games, I'm so over the games and like the waiting, like, oh, should I text yes. him? Or, oh, should I text her? I don't want to be overbearing. Yeah. It's like, no, enough with that. Like people no. want you to be confident and put yourself yeah. out there. And like people want to feel wanted, you know? And like when he messaged totally. you that, you're like, oh my God, like no other guy has been like this. A hundred percent. Every other guy was like flaky and or like just trying to beat around the bush or do small talk. And I'm like, absolutely not. Like, let's go for the guy who wants to take me out tomorrow because I'm down. I'm down for a drink tomorrow. How long in advance were you planning before you launched your brand? I've had this idea, like I said, for years. Um, It's definitely been years in the works, but like I kind of mentioned in the beginning of the episode, I didn't want to do it until I was kind of positioned right and I felt like I was in the right career spot to launch this type of brand um but this idea came about probably five plus years ago but i started actually working on it over a year and a half two years ago now so i feel like it's one of those things where it's like you've known for so long and it's like you're waiting to tell people and like waiting on all the content Mm -hmm. it's like the hardest Mm -hmm. secret to keep so hard but you know what a lot has changed since um the idea came about like originally it was a little bit of a different idea so it's actually interesting to see the process of the idea versus the execution over the years because obviously there's like so many different factors involved in building a brand so the brand's definitely like shifted and we've pivoted a lot of things so it's it's fun to like look back at the original idea versus the one that actually got executed so I love that part too oh I love this one what is your biggest piece of fashion and just like style advice my biggest style advice would be to take inspiration from everything around you and try to make it you I think that a lot of people um struggle with finding their like identity like I feel like there's a lot of identity crisis in our industry because there's so much content to consume and so many different aesthetics way I cannot speak in this episode you guys I swear I can speak English but for some reason I'm like stuttering so much in this episode um but there are so many different aesthetics oh my god am I okay um but yeah I feel like there's so many that it's hard to like see all of these different aesthetics and consume it all and get confused with like oh this is what I should be or what should I not be um but I think just sticking true to yourself and doing what's comfortable and what comes naturally to you will always be a success I agree because like there really is as corny as it sounds like you're so unique and there's no one 
like you. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, you don't have to feel pressured and do like what's working for somebody else because that Mm -hmm. may not work for you. I love that. I know it's like so cheesy, but it's so true. Like it truly is so true. There's no one. The only thing that stands you apart is you. Okay. Do you ever find it difficult to be on and like find a balance between work and life? I think that's the biggest struggle of this job, truly. Um, I don't know. I feel like I've learned over the past few years, definitely to learn how to deal with that. Um, I used to struggle a lot. I used to be a workaholic, like, and that's not, I feel like people glamorize being a workaholic and kind of make it like it's a positive thing, but it was a negative in my life, truly. Like I would work on the weekends, which now, oh, Friday at six o'clock, don't call, don't text. I am out drinking with my girlfriends or I'm on a patio or I'm like in an infrared sauna. Like, no, like I now have learned to treat this job like a nine to five because why are we working on Friday, Saturday, Sunday when no one else in the world is? So I, it took a long time for me to really let go um, and allow myself to take a step back and learn how to really treat it like with that work-life balance. Um, But I love my life now because of it. So it's just, it's been a huge life shift, I think. Lifestyle shift anyways. And it's so good for like your mental health too, like working smarter, Mm -hmm. not harder. Totally, I agree. And I think that like my content's actually become better. Yeah, I've done more quality over quantity versus quantity. Like I used to pump out content like nobody's business. But now I'm like, I would rather post a really beautiful shot or a beautiful dump from my week that people can really see through my like through it and see my happiness and see you know I'm really actually enjoying my life versus trying to create all this like fake curated content that's just like not what I want to do like if I don't want to take a photo I'm not going to take it that's like point blank period that's my vibe now if I don't want to take it I just won't (laughs) I just love how social media has changed in that way where it's a lot more like natural Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I feel like people are kind of steering away from like all of that curated, like really curated yeah. content. And it's more of like everyday yeah. life. Like I think of like Matilda yeah. Jerf, you know, like she totally. literally takes exactly. her pictures, like walking to work and just like shows what she does during the day. And I feel like a lot of mm-hmm. people, especially like after the pandemic have started to just be like more natural with content. I agree. And especially being a business owner as well now, like juggling having a venture or multiple ventures as well as your already full-time career. I really look up to like Marianne Hewitt, you know, founder, co-founder of Summer Fridays um, and, you know, different women in business like that, that have to juggle these huge businesses like on the side of their other huge business. So I think that that also comes into effect too. And I think that that's why maybe I've also kind of leaned towards this is because I now have other jobs not only about you know my primary one next question who is your biggest inspiration honestly my biggest inspiration are like all of my friends around me like even you guys just like people girls that I follow in this industry um that I really look up to and I I think that it's really nice also looking at the newer I want to say like newer generation but like the newer wave of creators and influencers they have such drive just like I felt like I did back when I started too. like and just seeing that kind of like reignites that excitement and inspiration and that just aged me like I actually hate that I just said that but it, it is true like having just like new fresh faces in the industry I love like there's room for everybody and I think that it's really fun to be you know bouncing ideas off each other and just take inspiration from each other and there's I just love when I see everyone around me winning and it's really cool like I've been loving on TikTok like finding like new people just like Mm -hmm. I don't know that live I follow this girl right now and she lives in Miami and I just like love seeing like her little vlogs of her life like she goes to yoga and she like lives with her boyfriend and I don't know it's just like I love just like following along (laughs) she has a brand also so it's like I agree it's really cool seeing people that are just like newer in the industry. It like makes you feel like re-inspired. Mm-hmm, I agree. Okay, well, that is all that we have today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And Emma, let everybody know where they can find you. You can plug your socials and just any upcoming things that you have going on that you wanna mention. Well, thank you guys for having me, first of all. You guys are so fun, and this was a really fun episode to film. Um, But you guys, if you're listening, you can follow me at Emma Leger, (laughs) L-E-G-E-R. That's how you pronounce it. It's not Legger. It's not Ledger. It's not Legger. (laughs) Just know that. Um, But yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It was really fun. Yeah, thank you. This was such a good episode. I'm excited for everyone to hear it. 
And also you guys can follow Emma and I. We have always have our socials in the show notes and be sure to subscribe, listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we will see you guys next week. Love, Love you. Bye. Bye.